living in, in the wake of what happened on January 6th. And with this new administration, we see an opportunity here to... And the radio was in the hands of such a lot of fools trying to anesthetize the way that you feel real is a sound salvation. This is John in Yellow, and you're listening to 90.7 FM WGXC Acre. The EBFN. Block it. Evidence-based fiction network radio. Stop. Block it. Muscle guy. Speed car. Cop car. Shotgun. Cop car. Noise ordinance. Cop night. Drive it. Run it. Knock, knock. It's EBFN. The Evidence-Based Fiction Network Radio. Sundays at 3.30 on Wave Farm. Radio for open ears. WGXC. Acra, 90.7 FM. WGXC underwriting support is provided by Mid-Hudson Cable, serving Columbia, Green, and Southern Albany counties with digital cable, high-speed internet, and cable phone services for homes and businesses since 1971. Mid-Hudson Cable, all the right connections on the web at mhcable.com. WGXC is made possible in part by the generous ongoing support of Ruby's Hotel and Restaurant, in Freehold, New York. Sustaining supporters are among the station's most dedicated listeners. They care deeply about Creative Community Radio, and their investment helps to sustain WGXE as a public platform for information, experimentation, and engagement in Green and Columbia counties. You, too, can become a WGXE sustaining supporter by investing in community radio every month. Go to WGXE. Org and click donate. Thank you for your support. 90.7 FM. Acra, Hudson, Catskill. Hello, and welcome to Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda. I'm Amanda. I'm Jenny. Here we are. Here we are. Bow wow, woof woof. <laughs> Bow wow, woof woof. <laughs> it is the, tis the night. Tis, tis the, the night, night for howling. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We'll get into it later. But first, Jenny, what have you been watching lately? Oh, Amanda, I'm so excited to tell you. I haven't seen you in so long and it's I, so exciting. No. I know. I, I too am excited to tell you what I've been watching lately, but I want to hear what <laughs> you have to say. I'm very excited. Well, this weekend I watched a new movie on Netflix uh, that came out, like I think a couple of weeks ago, they just added it on. Okay. It's a movie called Space Sweepers. <laughs> um, sorry, Space Sweepers? sweepers yes okay. as though there's a broom i have to say i don't really understand the name it doesn't really come into play so much in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot going on for it but there's not a whole lot of sweeping wasn't entirely sure if you said space weepers as in oh. crying so mm-hmm. that's what- <laughs> space weepers <laughs> that's what i do when i watch any movie exactly yeah uh but no space sweepers is a fresh hot new movie Um, it's multilingual. I think it's Korean, but, uh, has like, it's probably like 30% in English, like 60% in Korean and like 10% in like many other languages, which is very fun. Yeah. Um, it's about a group of people who are on a, they, they are space sweepers. It's really unclear what that means, but they kind of just like destroyed space trash kind of like Um, math blaster, like math blaster. Exactly. (laughs) exactly like that but it has nothing to do with the plot so it doesn't matter <laughs> but okay. basically there's this group of people on a spaceship they're a ragtag group they don't really get along at the beginning of course yeah. they're all really hot <laughs> love it love they it really find... good setup it's perfect an excellent premise <laughs> they find a little girl randomly stranded in another spaceship um seemingly with nobody watching after her 
and then find out that she is extremely wanted because she's a really dangerous weapon, supposedly. So they have to decide whether they're going to sell her to somebody to get the cash or try and protect her and uh, integrate her into their family. Uh, And it's like all set against this backdrop of like intense poverty, but it's also very colorful and really crazy. And it's way too long, but I had a great time. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like um, a really tried and true sci-fi setup. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. I feel like so many, (laughs) so many wonderful sci-fi adventure movies start with a roguish crew in space and they're all working class and they're all like we gotta answer this call i was just gonna go on my vacation <laughs> exactly oh wow <laughs> that wow. is the vibe and it's a uh, it's very sweet there's like a couple of weird uh, slapstick scenes that made me laugh it's really chaotic but i had a great time <laughs> the um the captain of the team is played by um kim tae who is in the handmaiden she's sookie in The Handmaiden, and she's so hot in this movie. It's insane. (laughs) She's just, like, a mean space pirate wearing, like, cool sneakers who wants to, like, beat people up and not, it doesn't care about anything. It's your number. She's got my number. (laughs) Um, There's also your number. There's also, like, a cute trans robot narrative. Um, There's, like, a cute uncle who's also really hot. It's, like, it's got something for everyone. Whose uncle is he? I'm so, I'm fascinated. He's just, he's, they just call him uncle. He's just cute and old. He's not even wow. old. It's just, it's wonderful. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. And also I think maybe the only like, uh, well, he's British. There's like, uh, Richard Armitage plays the villain and he's basically Elon Musk, but he's like vamping uh-huh. really hard. It's really, I really, really enjoyed good. Space Weavers. <laughs> <laughs> is it 2020 2021 baby 2021 whoa oh it is fresh okay well that's very exciting because these days without movie theaters we're all or I can't say we all but many of us are feeling that hole that should be filled by big budget science fiction adventure movies in the theater so that's really nice to hear something exactly exactly the desire it it fed was like it was you know friday night i made a huge thing of popcorn put on space sweepers i was like halfway through it and i was like surely this movie is almost over and i looked and there was a whole hour left i was like okay we're still here (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but i enjoyed it i would recommend it if you're truly if you're looking for like a chaotic over-the-top space big budget movie you're gonna enjoy space sweepers (laughs) wow uh, you just hearing you describe making a big bowl of popcorn uh, just brings a little tear to my eye. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Nice. Space yeah. Sweepers on um, Netflix. Space Sweepers on Netflix. It's out there. Uh, Amanda, can you please tell me what you've been watching lately? It's been so long. I can tell you. And I can tell you that, unfortunately, I didn't watch as much movies on our theme as I would have normally because I was watching this and I'm not done with it yet. I am finally watching Twin Peaks, The Return. (laughs) Yay, it's happening. (laughs) It is happening. Boy, is it happening. Um, (laughs) So, Jenny, did you, have you seen The Return? watched the first four episodes when they were on and then I dropped off for no reason and I really need to get back because I really enjoyed them yeah so I also watched the first two episodes when they aired and then also dropped off I think just because they didn't have showtime um, yeah totally so wow okay the return um <laughs> I am curious to you know when people we're watching this when it was uh, pretty much most people I know who love Twin Peaks have already seen the return. And when anybody wanted to talk about it, I'd have to stop them because I hadn't seen it yet. So now I'm, I'm curious to go back and resume all of those discussions because I'm having a good time. I'm having a weird time yeah. is what like uh, I'm supposed to be having <laughs> clearly. <laughs> um I don't love it as much as the original clearly it's uh, the original was not only in 
so it was the original was just a perfect storm of things that please my tastes. Um, and David Lynch was also really in Twin Peaks, I feel is very exemplary of that time in his career where there's still kind of a foot in um, a non-surreal reality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so the return is very much later career, David Lynch, where it's like lost highway inland empire. What is, ha- what is yeah. happening? <laughs> also really like silly, funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's super, there's a lot of goofiness in it. I don't know, man. I, I'm having a wild ride. Uh, <laughs> um, there's, I will, it's extra gory mm. and there's some excessive hotness. Um, Love that. some, some there's, yeah, there's some odd, there's some odd aspects. I don't know, man. I'm really, I'm super confused. There's a lot of episodes too. I think there's 16 episodes and I think yeah. I'm on episode five or six. <laughs> yeah, so Totally. I have a long way to go. There's certain parts of it that are certain elements of the story that are taking a little too long for my liking. Um, and just, yeah. Wow. You know, as if the original Twin Peaks didn't have more going on than it knew what to do with. <laughs> yeah. now, now there's even more. You're just like um, add a couple more things to the pot, you know, start up. <laughs> how about more characters and things happening? I don't know more Um, things which are confusing more things which are confusing as always it's wonderful to see the people that you love again Mm -hmm. it's so nice to see everybody again yeah Um, you know (sighs) I don't love like I don't need reboots yeah you know what I'm saying I don't need them um when they happen, I'm like, okay, sure. I'll, I'll get on board. Um, but I don't, I don't need them. (laughs) I agree with you. I often, I often think that things would benefit from just being left alone. Just let, let them lie. I do understand to me. I see this as like less an extension of Twin Peaks. And this is coming from a person who hasn't watched it yet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And more as like David Lynch, just kind of like stretching his legs a little bit and being like, what have I not done yet? Yeah. <laughs> kind no, of like it definitely sprinkling it way. into, you know, taking yeah, the budget and running. Totally. Well, it feels that way too. Cause not only is he, is it more in the style of his later career films? So it's completely bonkers yeah. and unhinged. Um, <laughs> but also he's not limit. He doesn't have this prime time limitation anymore where he was kind of the original twin peaks he was a little bridled. Um, yeah, totally. And now he's just (laughs) three to go. No limits. (laughs) And boy, he goes no rules. Just right. (laughs) And and there certainly are no rules. Um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's, I'm having a blast though. I meant to start it earlier in the winter. I feel like spring came is coming very fast. And I'm like, Oh God, I gotta, I gotta, (laughs) gotta watch, do the things I was going to do in the winter. Um, but anyways, that's what I've been watching lately is Twin Peaks, the return. It is on Showtime. There are many Showtime free trials out there. Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe you can try like me to just blast on through. (laughs) (laughs) Just like really go hard, absorb it feel really <laughs> manic for like a week and yeah. be done. Yeah. Um it's so, you know, of course, something that makes the original Twin Peaks really wonderful is that David Lynch was inspired by and trying to evoke daytime soap operas. Mm-hmm. And this still has a similar element where it's less about daytime soap operas and it's I think a little more about overacting. <laughs> Um, cause there, there is a scene. Can I, can I tell you about a scene? There's a scene. There are, let me tell you about the return. There's a lot of scenes. Okay. First of all, first of all, just scene after scene after scene, so many scenes. They'll make your head spin. There's so many (laughs) scenes, but there's a scene of, uh, Bobby Briggs. We have Bobby Briggs back and he's on the, uh, he's a part of the twin peaks sheriff's department 
and they're going back through um the original case so they have all the case files out and the the famous prom photo of laura palmer and he walks into the room and he sees it and he starts um just really sputtering crying (laughs) It's, it's just it's a really good scene of him like overacting crying and being like sorry it just brings back a lot of memories <laughs> and <laughs> just the sprinkler just starts <laughs> there's a lot of very very funny over the top scenes and i can tell it's on purpose yeah totally but uh yeah uh, yeah but yeah on the whole i i agree with you i think uh reboots and uh revisitations i can generally leave them where they are I'm like i don't okay yeah some yeah. things can rest some things need time to rest maybe some things need time to rest exactly and i can i understand the return to twin peaks or uh it's it's a little more well set up for one the fact that laura palmer in the black lodge says i'll see you again in 25 years mm-hmm. and the horrible heartbreaking original <laughs> conclusion to yeah. the original series <laughs> makes people want a different resolution i would have been fine with it never returning but here it is it's returned (laughs) it's already Uh, happened there's nothing we can do about it it's returned (laughs) Um, jenny do you want to tell the good listeners what our show tonight is about oh my gosh well tonight amanda and i are gonna embark on a journey (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, you, you dog, you. <laughs> uh, you know, no bones about it. We'll be here talking dog movies. Dog movies, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, just by the way, if you're just tuning in now and you're listening to WGXC 90.7 FM, this is Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda, where we talk about movies and we pick a theme each episode. And you heard it from Jenny, the theme is dogs it's dogs Uh, it's dogs (laughs) now there are heaps upon heaps of just incredible dog stories whether it's (laughs) silly slapstick stuff like beethoven (laughs) in all of the sequels (laughs) or it's um classic boy and dog adventure movies like white fang which i realized in my notes i wrote uh lots of boy and dog adventure movies maybe the other side of the girl and horse coin (laughs) interesting but true yeah i think so connecting with nature in the gender (laughs) binary (laughs) (laughs) um yeah yeah so there are just so many there's um movies where the dog is the protagonist Mm -hmm. movies where many dogs are protagonists movies Mm -hmm. where a dog is just an important player exactly but you don't hear from them (laughs) exactly there i i this will be another episode where i would like to do a sequel because Mm -hmm. there are just so many that i did not get to same i i had a very long list um (laughs) Yeah, I left a lot of dogs in the dust, um, and I would like to come back for them sometime. I want to come back for the dogs in the pound. I don't want to leave yeah. them in the pound. <laughs> we um, will. <laughs> Jenny, want to tell me about one of the movies that you watched? I would love to. I yeah. have been debating which one to start with because there's. I basically watched one incredible movie one pretty good movie and one classic movie. Uh And so I'm like, how do I structure this? (laughs) I think I'm going to start with the incredible one just because I'm excited to talk to you about it. And I was a little bit nervous that maybe you were going to watch it also. We'll see. We'll see. Um, So I watched Wendy and Lucy. (gasps) I am halfway through it. Oh my God. (laughs) That's that's the one that I didn't get to finish in time, but it's so good. Wow. Okay. Yes. I have never seen it. Wendy and Lucy is a movie from 2008. Uh, It's directed by Kelly Reichardt, who, if you've listened to some of our previous shows, you've probably heard what big fans of hers we are. She Mm -hmm. directed First Cow, which came out last year, um, and a couple of other movies from the last couple of years that you may have heard of, like Certain Women and Meek's Cutoff. 
Um, but Wendy and Lucy is one of her first movies, I think, as far as I'm aware. Um, not the first for sure, but an earlier one. Uh, and it's so special. <laughs> I had never seen it before. And going into it, I was like, oh, it'll probably be, you know, it's an earlier one. So it might be kind of boring and like a little slow and maybe it won't, you know, move me to tears. But it's not true. I was crying at the end. <laughs> it's uh, a lot. I have not made it to the end yet, but as with her other films that I've seen, which I have not seen all, but I've seen several, it is, it takes its time and I'm glad it does. Yeah. You know, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, God, it's I just stunning. love, <laughs> I just love a movie about a bond between a dog and a person. <laughs> Um, it's really beautiful because it's just a movie about best friends and uh you know that's a one of the reasons why I, we'll have to do many sequels to our dog movie episode because it's also hard to watch many at once yeah. because they're so heart-wrenching <laughs> emotionally intense unless you're watching the Beethovens you know <laughs> yeah ex- unless you went the slapstick dog route <laughs> Uh, Um, but yeah Wendy and Lucy just to give you a brief synopsis I'm not going to talk about the end too much because Amanda hasn't finished it and also it is a movie that I don't think I don't think it matters if you know how it ends but I do think that it lands really powerfully if you don't know Mm -hmm. so I'm just going to give you like a really gentle synopsis Um, it stars Michelle Williams it's pretty much just her Mm -hmm. Um, she is Wendy and her dog's name is Lucy and Lucy is very cute Mm -hmm. Uh, and she is basically living out of her car with her dog uh, driving across the country to try to get to Alaska to find work Um, and the movie it's it's like an hour and a half maybe a little less even I think it's an hour 20 yeah it's it's pretty short it's it's pretty tight Um, but it kind of focuses on just like these two or three days in Wendy's life where she is in the Pacific Northwest on her way up to Alaska um, and kind of like runs into a couple of stumbling blocks on her way. So she's basically, you know, she has like $500 to her name. She's budgeting her trip very, very tightly, like spending only the absolute minimum to get her and her dog up so that she can get a job somewhere. She doesn't really have a support system. Um, And like the kind of the inciting incident is she goes to sleep in her car when she wakes up the next day it won't start and she's kicked out of the parking lot where she's sleeping in uh and so she goes to like steal some dog food for her for lucy and gets caught and is basically brought to jail for like a day and over the course of this lucy goes missing and kind of the rest of the movie is just all of these small pitfalls that she keeps falling in because she doesn't have any money and everybody who she runs into like kind of wants to help her, but they don't have the means to, and they don't care enough to. So it's just her basically like hanging on by a thread, trying to keep her life from just like totally unraveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's if for anybody else, like the stakes would be kind of low. Cause it's really just this one woman and her relationship with her dog and like trying to get her car running and that's it. But it's so intense for her. Cause it's all she has. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, such a moving portrait of poverty and just like the way that this country fails people when they need things mm-hmm. and it's just like uh Michelle Williams is amazing in it She's and the really dog good. is so special yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh my god <laughs> it's incredibly visceral and that's a really really good synopsis um yeah it very quickly um and firmly establishes exactly where her bottom is and and how you know like how at risk basically she is. Um, and so as you're watching all of those pitfalls play out, like you're saying, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's so, yeah, you, yeah. you explained it perfectly. Um, <laughs> it's so tense too. Cause it's like, it's not like yeah. that much is happening. Like she's not having super intense interactions with anybody, but you're just like so anxious on her behalf. Yeah. It's so exactly. you're just like, Oh my God, like, how, <laughs> how does this keep happening? Exactly. And, and the, the thing about it is, is it's so realistic to all the things that happen because, um, and as you said, for a lot of people, these, um, 
would be minor inconveniences to one's day-to-day life, but because you know exactly how much money she has, because she's counting everything out, every little thing that happens, you know what it costs her both in money and time and well-being. Um, and it's, yeah, it's so hard to watch, as you said, uh, people sort of wanting to help her, but really just not doing anything. And yeah. Um, yeah, totally. It's like everybody in the story, they're all kind of focused on their own situation because everybody is kind of struggling in their Mm -hmm. own way. And mm-hmm. so nobody can really like reach out to help her because they can't help themselves either. And yeah. it's just so, uh, it's so hard to watch. I really like, but it it's just, it's also very beautiful. Like I think it's shot on film and it just mm-hmm. like, it's very captivating to watch all of these people kind of just like trying their best, but nobody is making any connection. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I really highly recommend it. Kelly Reichert is Kelly very Reichert, good. She knows oh what God. she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> really, really knows what she's doing. Do you know she wrote the story as well? I know I it's don't. based. It's based on a short story by somebody else. I don't know if she wrote the screenplay. Yeah. Um. I think. I think she did adapt it. I think she has like a another person who she works with a lot, whose name I can't remember. That's um, right. And I, and I think the two of them adapted it together, and then she directed it. Yeah, she works with someone named Jonathan Raymond, mm. and that's the screenplay is her and him. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I think it's based on a short story, but I also don't remember what it's called or who wrote it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, Cause I know that's wow. also true. First cow. First cow is also based on a short story. I think that was written by somebody else, but adapted. Oh. by her. Okay. So um, they adapted the screenplay from his short story. So oh. Jonathan Raymond, who is her, frequent collaborator is also the writer of the short story which is called train choir yeah but yeah it's really beautiful the ending is very quiet but still um really deals a blow and Mm -hmm. i won't say anything else but i definitely was sitting on the couch just tears running down my face It's so hard. Um, yeah. I'm also reading right now that the dog is Kelly Reichardt's dog. Yeah. Um, which I, I know that. that dog <laughs> passed away in real life and it yeah. really dealt an extremely intense blow to Kelly Reichardt. Yeah, dude. Um, she's a really special dog. Yeah. You can tell. That's a great, that dog's a great actor also. <laughs> I'll I'm say. Gonna, I'm going to cry tonight. On I know, the dude. On the, on the air. <laughs> yeah. It's an emotional one. It's, you know, you don't go into the dog show thinking that we're going to cry, but no. here we are. Two softies on the radio who love dogs. It's yeah. There are certain movies that I have very purposefully, I've been wanting to see, but I haven't done it yet because I, there and dog movies, because <laughs> I know it's going to make me feel so much that it's going to be very overwhelming for me. You know, for example, I've not yet watched the movie Togo. (laughs) For sure you were going to watch Togo for this. No, I didn't watch (laughs) it yet because I got distracted by watching Twin Peaks The Return, but also (laughs) I'm scared. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I'm going to feel too much. (laughs) I know I'm going to love it, but I am going to feel too much. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like when I when I waited a really long time to watch the Mr. Rogers documentary, I'm yeah. just oh god, I I'm still haven't. Ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, I'm not ready. I wasn't either. I mean, I'm glad I did. It's really good. <laughs> but, <laughs> but man, um, I will tell you about a movie that I watched that I have been really wanting to see, and I finally did. I the my two movies I had for this were Wendy and Lucy, and then this one, which is not as good as Wendy and Lucy did make me cry mere minutes into the film. Um, (laughs) So I watched uh, 2014's white God. It's a Hungarian movie. Yeah. It's about a dog uprising. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. I remember when it came out, I didn't see it, but please tell me everything. Yeah. So this is kind of a girl and her dog fantasy. Um, Yeah, there's just a lot of kid and animal fantasies out there. <laughs> and this is a girl and her dog fantasy. So, um, 
yeah, White God 2014, Hungarian film in Hungarian. Um, and it's streaming on Canopy, by the way, as is Wendy and Lucy. Um, and so it takes place. And I did not look this up if this is a real law in Hungary. I don't believe it is. I really don't think it is. But in this version of reality, um, in Hungary, you're only allowed to own a Hungarian purebreed dog. And if you have a mutt, you have to register it and pay a fee for it. Um, and it's incredibly looked down upon mutts in general. Um, yeah, it's really sad. Um, and so this teen girl with a punky attitude has a mutt named Hagen and the dog which is played by twin dogs. Yes, I love that. <laughs> um, I know, like babies in movies. Yeah. Um, the chemistry between the actor that plays the little girl, uh, or she's probably like 13. Um, so the girl and the dog, the chemistry between them is incredible. Like, I feel like I'm watching a human act when I watch yeah. this dog. I'm like, oh, you're, ho- you're a Hollywood dog. Oh my you God. You are so good at dog acting. Um, so, uh, Lily, who's the girl has to go stay with her estranged and kind of strict father who doesn't want the dog. He's, he's bitter about, um, the divorce between, uh, him and Lily's mom. And he doesn't, he's just, he's a grumpy guy. He doesn't like the dog. He doesn't want the dog sleeping in the apartment. There's a neighbor lady in their building who reports the dog. And, um, someone tries to come pick it up. Yeah. Basically you're just always being watched if you have a mutt and, um, Lily and her dad get in a fight and Hagen, the dog gets left or like, uh, kicked out onto the street against Lily's wishes, of course. Um, and then it becomes really a story about just Hagen, the dog, um, separately Lily is going through her own journey which is kind of an interesting plot all on its own because she is coming of age and uh developing a relationship with her estranged father and getting crushes and whatever (laughs) um but Hagen goes through a very call of the wild-esque journey in the sense that he essentially goes from one abuser to the next this is a, a really bad human movie Uh, There are so many bad humans in real life and this movie, but poor Hagen gets, um, encounters one abuser after another, uh, gets trained to be a dog fighting dog, but, uh, eventually becomes the leader of a dog uprising. Yes. (laughs) I love it. When he finds his way. Yeah. Into it, into a mutt shelter, um, and they overrun the city. And I won't oh. tell you the end, but it, uh, it's essentially a revenge movie, a bloody, <laughs> bloody revenge movie. Um, and it ends like most revenge movies do, where it's not quite happy. It's just at peace. Yeah, and, totally. And over. I feel like mm-hmm. there's so many, so many revenge movies like end with uh, the the object of the revenge and the seeker of revenge killing each other like that right. kind of yeah. that kind of peace the, the closing just, of a circle <laughs> yeah exactly um and it's not quite that but it has that similar not necessarily a happy ending yeah <laughs> a complicated ending <laughs> a complicated ending it was a i i definitely recommend it i can't say it's a perfect movie it it moved me though, to be honest, when we're talking dog stories, it doesn't take much. Um, (laughs) the opening scene is, uh, Lily, the girl on her bike riding through the empty city where she lives. And it's kind of, it's a flash forward to later in the movie. Uh, and she's riding and then around the corner behind her, this just flood of dogs comes running. And I started crying. That was the first scene of the movie. So it doesn't take much. (laughs) You're just like, Oh Um, yes. Lots of dogs. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it was a really, really intense movie. Yeah. Uh, it was really intense. And I will say too, if anyone is interested in watching it, there are no animals harmed in the making of this movie. 
In fact, quite the opposite. Uh, and this is something that made me cry too. Just this fact alone, all of the dogs in the film were street dogs that were trained for the movie and then adopted out oh my God. to people after the movie. All of them were strays. <laughs> the dog unions in Hungary are incredible. Yeah. Like, they really have incredible uh, workers' rights for these dogs. I love yeah. them. Amazing. They scooped all of these dogs up off the street for this movie. Um, but oh. there is an, a lot of simulated dog abuse and yeah. murder in this movie. A lot. So just keep that in mind. It's a really, really, really intense movie. Um, I'm sure there's a lot too that I am not getting as an American viewer because it's, it's a political movie. Um, totally. So, uh, and of course it can be applied to, it's, it's a simple enough allegory that it can be applied to so many cultures and so many histories, but I'm right. sure that there's things that I'm missing, um, not knowing about Hungarian culture and history so totally oh wow yeah that's I I've been meaning to see see it but I actually didn't realize how violent it was which I'm really glad thank you for the heads up yeah yeah (laughs) it's really hard I will say you know and you can tell that um you know even if something happens off screen it's still hard because it's dogs (laughs) it's dogs oh my god it's just like oh my god don't don't do that to that dog what's wrong with you yeah exactly so I you know of course there's revenge being exacted Mm -hmm. (laughs) by Hagen the dog which is exciting but uh I know he's a very smart dog he (laughs) seeks out all of his abusers and takes them down uh it's very gory (laughs) It's a gooey one. It's a gooey one. So that's White God. I've been really um, wanting to see it for a while, and I'm glad that I finally did. It was uh, shot very beautifully. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah. Um, I actually have a great movie to bridge from that because it's also international, and it's also has some dog pain in it which was difficult to watch (laughs) but it was was, it's more of a black comedy so it was a little bit easier to deal with um but i'm talking about bong joon ho's first movie barking dogs never bite whoa yeah his directorial movie bong joon ho's uh directorial debut who you may recognize from such famous films as parasite which won all the awards last year at the oscars (laughs) yep yep (laughs) (laughs) um But yeah, Barking Dogs Never Bite is streaming on Hulu, which I think all of his movies are right now, which is really great if you're trying to do a a Bong Joon-ho retrospective. Um, But it's a black comedy from the year 2000. Take me back. Um, Basically, (laughs) I wouldn't say it's a great movie, but it is really interesting. It has like, Uh it's kind of a montage of like, a handful of different characters all living in and around this like apartment complex. Um, and one of the main characters is this guy who's like a struggling academic. Um, he's married and his wife is pregnant and like really demanding, although she seems fine to me. I think he's just kind of a baby, <laughs> <laughs> but he's, you know, he's kind of on at his wits end and one of his neighbor's dogs is barking all the time and it's driving him crazy. Oh, so he, kidnaps a dog that he thinks is the one that's doing the barking and like tries to kill it but can't follow through on it and leaves the dog in the basement finds out later that that's not the dog that's barking so then kidnaps another one and successfully kills that dog which is rough to see Mm -hmm. um no pun intended but it is also (laughs) (laughs) it is it is a comedy largely so it's also like the dog violence is is like goofy it's not you don't see anything um too brutal yeah there's actually a lot of that I mean yeah there's something about Mary yeah totally yeah (laughs) very like it's a little bit more um it's a little more realistic than that but it is still um yeah it has it has some distance like you don't see Mm. anything up close so that it's a little bit easier to handle um but so there's that guy as one main character. And then there's also these two like 20 year old like dirtbag girls who <laughs> like uh, work nearby the apartment complex. And 
they see they like witness him kill the second dog uh and one of them who's played by um Beiduna, who is in the tv show sense eight that's what i know her from um she like chases him down because she wants to be famous for like saving people <laughs> and there's like a fun chase scene so that's like another part of the movie uh and then there's also like a custodian who works at the apartment complex who is um this is horrible but i mean it's not horrible it just is what it is he's cooking and eating the dogs in the basement it's uh-huh, uh-huh. it's brutal well, this is a separate person <laughs> this is another person <laughs> different guy yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he just likes to chill out in the basement and he's hungry <laughs> uh, but he <laughs> finds he like finds the dogs and and um decides to make a meal out of them and mm-hmm. uh and that's another part of the story and so like there's kind of all these different little pieces they all intertwine there's like consequences by the end there's like a subplot where the academic's wife adopts a dog and he's like why did you do this to me <laughs> um <laughs> you know he's like just it, she brings another dog into the house uh yeah and it's a kind of all these people just doing their own weird things trying to like interact with each other but just circling around each other without ever really connecting um yeah, classic very classic, classic zany very zany <laughs> very silly um the whole I will say kind of the best thing about it is that there's like this really fun jazz score behind the whole thing Mm -hmm. which gives it like a real like uh not peppy is not the right word but it's just like very fun gives it some energy gives Gives it energy yeah beat pace exactly because it's uh all the characters are like kind of interesting but none of them are like super deep um and like it's just kind of interesting to watch them all interact but with the jazz score behind it it really makes it like mm-hmm. oh i'm having a good time <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'm having a good time oh okay I'm having yeah. a good time. <laughs> but uh but yeah nice. i would i would recommend it if you're into um you know just like weird quirky comedies i guess with dog flavor <laughs> also no pun intended <laughs> dog flavor um wow yeah and you know there's so many there's so many there's so many Um, one that I was going to watch (laughs) (laughs) that I've started before but I didn't but I'll just bring it up anyways because sometimes I think about bringing up the things that didn't make the cut Mm -hmm. on the show um there's a movie from hold on I'm going to look up the year but there's a bizarre movie from 1975 called a boy and his dog and it's a post-apocalyptic movie about a um the titular boy (laughs) wandering the nuclear wasteland with his dog who can talk but in you know just in his yeah yeah, yeah. in in his noggin Uh, (laughs) he can hear him (laughs) you can hear him talking um (laughs) but uh Oh, okay. So the, the synopsis online is saying that it's a telepathic dog uh, named blood. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, and that's streaming on Tubi for free. If you want to watch a real weird set 1975 movie. Uh, I remember starting to watch it with my partner and we, we lost interest because the dog wasn't a good dog actor. No, it's so important to have a good dog actor in your dog movie. (laughs) Exactly. Well, it might not even be so much the dog's fault as the voice of the quote unquote Mm. voice of the dog doesn't really line up with what the dog is doing. The dog's like looking left and right and around and look over there it's like look if this dog was really talking he would be making direct eye contact yeah yeah. certainly not you know as good as the twin dogs that played Hagen so cute (laughs) I know yeah the um um, the dog acting and barking dogs never bite um not notable oh yeah they're all great they're all like little dogs and they're all pretty cute and like live in their lives but um yeah they all I mean they act like dogs they well they're they're not stars in that it's they're true. kind of pawns for the plot it's true um yeah they're just know. kind of they're along for the ride yeah unpleasantly not like Lucy who's the star she's so important yeah <sighs> totally uh 
<laughs> oh gosh, I know. I'm gonna watch Togo. It's another one I feel like I have to watch before the winter's over. Yeah, sled dog. Because it's a sled dog movie, but I'm so nervous, but I'm excited too. Yeah, it'll be nice. <laughs> it's gonna be nice. Um, the only other thing I watched <clears throat> was uh, Best in Show, which yeah, I finally <laughs> have now seen because I'd never seen it before, and it was oh a real God. I know, that's right. A huge gap in my. Uh, cultural understanding of the world and now I forgot that you'd never seen it I'm here Jenny, now, all of the jokes it was great all the jokes and quotes that I've been hearing for years suddenly they all clicked oh my god it's so good <laughs> it's really fun it's real it's like oh yeah, 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 yeah this is a really good movie <laughs> oh my god that's a I almost used an image from best in show for our Instagram post um it's just you know, there's another person who's good at his job, Christopher Guest. Yeah, he's <laughs> make, really, really good the, at his job. Makes the heck out of a mockumentary. <laughs> yeah, that guy really knows what he's doing. <laughs> Jenny, which is which is your favorite um, dog and dog show contestant? Oh, it's a really good question. Honestly, I I was really glad um, that Winky won. He's so cute. I was really glad that Winky won. He, I was really pulling for him. Although I do also love um, the Bloodhound, whose name I cannot remember. I know. Uh, I can't remember his name either. And I love his owner too. It's very <laughs> funny. <laughs> really made me laugh a lot. You, <laughs> you stop naming nuts. <laughs> so good. I think he might be my favorite. Actually. Yeah. Also, his character's name is Harlan Pepper. <laughs> yes. Harlan Pepper. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really, it's like, it's uh, such a stacked cast and everybody is funny. Uh, it's just, it's really incredible. I love I, them all. It's that one might be a perfect movie too. Here and there yeah. are, come perfect movies. They might not always be your favorite movies, but there's just there's nothing wrong with that it's movie. It's perfect. Yeah. Every piece of it is good. Every piece uh, of that movie is good. Every piece of that movie is good. <laughs> Cookie Googleman. I the, love Cookie. Oh my God. The couple that they go to stay with and their weird kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so fun. It was really, yeah. I was like, oh man, I really, yeah, a lot of things that I've heard my friends say before, I was like, oh, they were quoting Best in Show. Uh-huh. Now I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> like our dear friend Kristen likes to say, we can talk and not talk for hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's true. We can. The other, the other thing she says that's from Best in Show is a beautiful, like ugh, there's so many wonderful things about Christopher Guest mockumentaries because especially Best in Show has this kind of uh, there's just a lot of layers there's a lot of stuff going on <laughs> in the background too and one of the things our friend quotes from it is the very beginning when Cookie and Eugene Levy's character at a local dog show one of their friends <laughs> is like I woke up today and I was so glad <laughs> I know. I really am like, I'm really excited to rewatch it in like six months and be like, oh, here's all the other jokes like, yeah, that are happening yeah. here too. Oh my gosh. Well, <sighs> ugh, yeah. I just love the Googlemans. They're or not the Googlemans. I that's her her uh, maiden name. Yeah. <laughs> um, like all their friends at that dorky party they're having in the beginning. <laughs> There's a lot of texture. <laughs> yeah, for real. A real. It's just a real picture of. Um, Weird people. Weird, Weird people, people of all kinds. Obviously, um, Jennifer, what's her last name? Uh, Coolidge. Jennifer, Jennifer Coolidge. Coolidge. She's so good. I did a oh Sophia Loren Persian eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really amazing. Um, it's streaming on HBO, by the way. If you, like me, have never seen it and you need to uh, get in there. Or if you're just like ready to watch it again. And have have a good time. Yeah, yep. um, never. Fred get Willard also as the commentator. <laughs> <laughs> the cop is so good. <laughs> so it really, it really got me. Also, just oh god, wow, humor. <laughs> There's so many different kinds. I love to laugh. I love to laugh, and he's so good because his jokes are so lame. Like <laughs> talking about the. What is it like a beagle comes out and he's like, don't you just want to put a little Sherlock Holmes hat on him and a little pipe in his mouth? What, what if they do? Why don't they ever do that? 
why don't they ever put them like, in why costumes? Why don't they dress them up? <laughs> yeah. And so I just love the energy he's bringing of incredibly, like, just saying like the worst, wackest jokes, but the they really are. La- jokes. They're yeah. landing for me. <laughs> they're landing. For- and the co host is like, yeah, you said that last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm so <sighs> glad that you watched that movie. Yeah, it was really, it was so nice. It was so nice to, um, you know, just have a night, take it easy, watch Best in Show. Uh, I would recommend it. What is it about dogs, Jenny? You know, I mean. They're fuzzy. They're nice. They're cute. They got, they're good at smelling. They got paws. Crazy soul. I don't know. There's something (laughs) so special about dogs, obviously, because we keep making stories about them that are just incredibly good yeah they feel ancient but they're also so present around us all the time they perhaps contain some of the ideal human qualities that for humans are unattainable really Mm -hmm. like complete loyalty yep and bravery and moments of duress mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um you know di- managing to dial 911 when their humans are having medical yeah. emergencies patients yeah. patients <laughs> again they're soft and they're really cute <laughs> they bark they're it's just nice. so much better than all people <laughs> <laughs> dogs are great that's that's the yeah. official dim the lights uh, attitude is dogs are great there is really like them the there's a note in my notes for tonight that says dogs are angels and perfect and there are so many dog movies because of that <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> my true. very poignant <laughs> note <laughs> all dogs are angels not all angels are dogs but all dogs are angels <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh Jenny, do you have anything that you're looking forward to watching or anything that you could recommend? I have a recommendation. Um, it doesn't have any dog. Oh, actually, that's not true. There is a dog in it. But it's not <laughs> a, he's not, I was like, wait a second. But he's not in it for very long. Um, I watched the uh, movie from last year, 2020, called Sound of Metal. Oh, you um, did? I did. I watched it. It's really good. The, the only thing that's a bummer is that it was produced by Amazon, so it's only streaming on Prime and you can't rent it anywhere else. Mm. So unfortunately, that is the only avenue. Mm. But if you if you can't wait, that's okay. I'm going to tell you about it anyway. Um, it stars Riz Ahmed as a drummer for a like noise metal band that he is in with his partner, um, who is the singer. And he like abruptly loses his hearing. Mm. Uh, And the whole movie is basically about him like coming to terms with that and trying to reconcile what that means for him and what that means for his relationship with his girlfriend um, and his relationship to his like past addiction and his relationship to just like his identity as a person. Um, And it's really, really sweet. It's like very sensitively done. Um, The sound design is really cool because it does a lot of like when he is losing his hearing and like has gets hearing back in some ways, like the way that it it changes is really interesting um, and really moving. And uh, he's a great actor <laughs> and he's yeah. also very handsome. I really love Raz Ahmed. I was, um, I think he, I first, well, I first noticed him in Nightcrawler, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which he's amazing in. Um, and then in the HBO limited series, uh, oh gosh, what was it called? The night of the night of which he's the star of, and he's really, really, really good. He's really, yeah, he's great. Um, but yeah, I would really recommend it. The sound of metal, or it's called sound of metal. Um, but it's really great. There is a, um, one, he, he, at one point he like goes to this like community basically of people who are also hard of hearing or deaf um and the guy who's in charge of it has a dog he's <laughs> very cute <laughs> nice 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 oh doggies doggies oh. um do you have anything that you're looking forward to or you want to recommend to the people i do it's kind of a weird one so just I'm just take bear me with there. Me. 
because I'm going to tell you about something I watched and it is certainly not what I'm recommending. It's just context. So I watched a movie this weekend because in between the return and the intensity of dogs, dog movies, I was like, let's baby, let's watch. Or he was like, baby, let's watch something light and fun. How about that brand new Nicolas Cage movie where he has to fight these possessed animatronics at an old um, like pizza parlor, birthday parlor? Yes. You know, um, it's called Willie's Wonderland. It's from 2021. It sucks. It's so bad. (laughs) It's so bad. I love the man. I love the man. He's a real freak. He just is in like 13 movies a year. He just Mm -hmm. never stops working. And some of them are people's crappy directorial (laughs) debuts, you know, like it it was just the, it was trash. It was so bad. Um, However, this, this movie, the it's called Willie's Wonderland. And it's the, that's the name of the establishment in the movie, which Mm -hmm. is based off of the real showbiz pizza palace which no longer exists, but Showbiz Pizza Palace was the predecessor of Chuck E. Cheese's, mm. which was a pizza parlor, birthday parlor for kids that had games and, you know, whatever, a bunch of snacks and stuff and <laughs> animatronic animals playing in a band. Uh, and the band was called the Rock of Fire Explosion. I have never been to a Showbiz Pizza Palace. They closed down before I was born, I think. potentially also they were kind of regional just to the south um there's a documentary it's streaming on youtube i watched it several years ago it's from 2008 and the documentary is called the rock of fire explosion like about the band and it's all about showbiz pizza palace and the people that I mean, there are people out there who are obsessed with everything. There's there everything that exists. There is somebody who it, that thing clicked with a part of their mind and that's their thing. And there are people who are madly in love with showbiz pizza palace who collect the defunct animatronics, uh, reprogram them, have them in their homes. No, um, it's a great documentary. <laughs> it's complicated because it talks like all things that are real, real and and good portrayals of life and people. It's complicated because, you know, um, yeah, some of the people aren't so good and some of the, yeah, it, it's just, it's a good, it's a really good documentary. Yes. <laughs> oh, I want to watch it. That sounds great. Uh, yeah. I love it. It, it, Oh God, mixed feelings too. You feel some joy. You feel some disgust. You feel some, (laughs) some depression. Um, (laughs) It gives you a real, uh, a smorgasbord. Yeah. yeah. It gives you a real smorgasbord, but, um, I really, really love, I love documentaries too, that are about, um, minute cultural yeah. I don't know. Like I love totally. documentaries about toys and stuff like that. <laughs> and this really, and how those are came to be and things like that. And this is, this is a really fun one. So that's the documentary called the rock of fire explosion from 2008. And it is on YouTube, or at least it was the two years ago. That I watched it. <laughs> I'm sure um, you can find it out there. It's like R O C K a fire rock. Yeah. Yeah. R O C K a rocka dash fire, fire, the rock of fire explosion. I'm going to watch that. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting. And again, you know, um, yeah, it's, it is complicated. Yeah. <laughs> People are, you know, we contain multitudes. We contain multitudes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But that's my recommendation. Amazing. Hey, Amanda. Yeah. If you were a dog, what kind of dog would you be? I'm so glad you asked. I was like, like, oh my God, I don't have a question for Jenny. I've got one for you. If you were a dog, what kind of dog would you be? Well, are you basing it off of looks or personality? Whichever you prefer. It's never mind. Golden retriever. (laughs) It's both. It's, it's obvi- looks and personality. It's looks and personality. It's She's obvious. silky. She's <laughs> blonde. She's really nice. 
She's really cute. She's great at picking up sticks and bringing them back. Trainable. Very let trainable. That, let her let her run into the lake and bring back a duck. Yep. Yep. Not, but not a like a you know a fake duck. She'll she'll you know basically anybody could be the owner because <laughs> such a nice breed. Jenny, oh. what kind of dog would you be? I don't know, like a husky or something, maybe. I haven't really thought about it that much. Oh, 